Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Won't Back Down with Will Levinson, Jake Lehman, and Sam Potosa. What up, you guys? Good to be here. Happy Friday. And I got a hell of a birthday present the other day, Wednesday. Happy birthday. Thanks, Happy birthday man. to you Appreciate and you to DJ Lagway being reborn yes, happy birthday. in Gainesville. Yeah, I mean... Now you got to hang on to him for a year, right? But I, I, this seems like the type of recruitment where he the decision was made so early that barring anything unforeseen completely, this decision was made so far in advance because the focus is to truly you know build a national championship building block kind of class. Correct. And he's already getting started. Oh, yeah. Already getting started. Yeah, Miles Graham's going to be leading in on the defense. DJ mm-hmm. Lagway's going to be building on the offense. He's already starting in the 2023 class. Tweeting immediately at Desmond Ricks, Ooh. who will be committing next week. Is signing day next Wednesday? Signing day, it's, I think it might be a little, the date might be pushed back. It's like the 22nd or 21st this year. Interesting. Mm. But then. Might the, be that Wednesday, so the 21st, yeah. Uh, I'm sure he's had his conversations with Samson. Can't pronounce the last name, but Samson the Okinola. pancake. Okinawa. the And Delilah. The, the pancake-eating <laughs> you pancake yes. eating mother the honcho yeah pancake honcho um, yeah who's actually should be landing and getting greeted by katie and the girls any any minute now yes he's on his official he's this weekend he's been this working weekend. hard on his gatorades and um, <laughs> the gatorades <laughs> i mean i would say it was pretty good timing that he just announced through hayes fawcett of course that he will be committing on december 15th announced that mere hours after lagway committed to florida put the Gator hat on, and, I mean, that, that would be a huge start to this early recruiting huge. from Lagway. It, it, literally and figuratively. It would be a huge, huge start guy. because if we could get him, he's 2023, correct? Samson's this class, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. Com- yeah so yeah. he would be the five-star that we got, the crown jewel of this class, per correct. se. I, I would and say he'd be an immediate yeah. starter. I believe he'd play next Absolutely. year. He'd probably, yeah. Uh, right, yeah, him and Austin Barber, <sighs> two guys with those mean streaks. Yeah. Unless Guraj comes back, which he actually might, believe it or not, through a sixth year. Really? Yeah. There's been a lot of talk. He's he hasn't for announced so long, anything man. yet, but I mean, no. But we, when we like, when he like chose Florida, I think it was like that was so long. It was like ago. sophomore. No, year. I so remember I was ago. sitting <laughs> in my AP Psych class, National Signing Day, February 2018. Right, Emory Jones. Yes. Yeah, Emory. No, Emory committed Emory December early. 2017. Emory was early. Garage. Pushed oh, back I didn't his realize he was February. Okay, okay, that moment. I remember the early signing. I remember watching that year, Emory. Yeah, oh, when Emory yeah. when Emory committed, it was 
all these guys do is flop. Every time I look at, the, we, we've got the Croatia Brazil stream up on the laptop here. Every time I look over, it's just someone uh, down. I can't. I can't do soccer. So and then they just get up. Then soccer. Get up. I watched the USA games. I got into them, but <laughs> I can't do soccer. I'm sorry. Whoever I offend out there, I'm not asking you to watch a sport I like. Don't don't ask me to watch a sport you like. Now we are asking you to watch football. It's awesome. Well, football is great. If you don't like it, that's on you. Yeah, that is just. So I, can I, like I can't it? like soccer. I, I don't know. I think the Germans have finally shifted. They're no longer a soccer country. They suck. They've chosen football. Well, they were good, didn't they? Win in twenty fourteen. Yeah, but yeah, since really then, good. since then, they have not made the knockout stage. They've lost in the group stage every year. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Well, would you sacrifice? Uh, it's like. Dolphins. I mean, I, I'd sacrifice. I'd sacrifice uh, literally anything for a Super Bowl, Bowl for like a decade of your pinky easily. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd I mean, we've already had decades of mediocrity. Like, what about one of your testicles? Like, you wake up one morning, no, one no, of the one no. of the testicles has no. just disappeared. I don't. I don't know what that would do to me. I don't like. I don't like that. What could happen? Be a that? uniballer. A uniballer. A one nut wonder. Big eunuch. I'd be a zeb. You could join a choir. What? Big eunuch. You'd be a eunuch. Join a choir. No, a eunuch is someone with no balls, like Varys from Game of Thrones. Right. Um, Neither of you guys have seen Game of Thrones, right? No. no. I've been asked to on numerous. I, I honestly don't <laughs> think you would like it, Big Will. I don't either. Yeah, I, I, that's not even a show I'd bother recommending to you. Thank you. Yeah. Glad that you. Um, I others. I, I also no. feel like I might ha- have more of a grasp on that. Big honestly, Will. that honestly feels good that you would say that because people nag me to watch it. I, like who? Brandon. My girlfriend. Oh, come on, Gabby. Know your boyfriend better than that. You just um, would, you would be I think you'd have too many questions. You you wouldn't like that it's moving around. You wouldn't like all the different characters. You I, I agree. I think you need something more linear. A story one. A more linear story. You know what show I I've, I really loved was Severance. You watched oh, Severance? I, loved Severance. I thought it was yeah. so Severance good. was oh, fantastic. Kid chosen one kid. Chose. Uh, yeah. I love that show. Oh, one of my favorite. Good one. I can't Severance. wait for season 2. I, I love I love two. the John Turturro and then the other what, what's the other uh, guy's Christopher name? Walken. Christopher Walken. You put yeah. us pre-release handbook totes. <laughs> no, that, that show gives me the heat of GBs. Yeah. Oh what? yeah, that's the point. When's season 2 coming out? They're filming. Yeah, they are. They are. They are in oh man, that's production. gonna be a good one. I'm ben yeah. Stiller's putting in the work. I don't right think now. it'll top season one. Like they hypothetically, I don't know, dude, Could have wrapped it up. Cliffhanger. They left it off. on? Yes. Yeah. Should couldn't. we go spoilers here? Like, should we? No, talk no spoilers. No, I, I'd say the Watch statute it. of limitations is not. It's on Apple TV. On Watch it. Oh, it's awesome. Severance. Man. Apple TV's got some good programming. Yeah. Good programs. Yes. I gotta get into Ted Lasso. My parents swear that, and everyone in my family but me. Swears that for all mankind on Apple TV is like the best show on TV. What is it? It's about it's like kind of a, a dystopian reality hmm. where the Russians won the space race. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, they say it's that's interesting. They say it is the best show on TV. What is it called? And they watch the Yellowstone. They watch Succession. They watch all the. But it was shit. fake anyway. What is it called? What would it matter? What is it called? It was fake. Yeah. Say it one more time. Uh, for all mankind. Interesting. Interesting. Have you guys seen the interview of Jordan Love talking about all the conspiracies that uh, Aaron Rodgers talks about in the locker room? No, I've never seen that video. <laughs> it was like on one of those pot. He was on one of those like barbershop like podcast things, and he was just going on it. it you you got to watch. It was funny. There's it kind of seems like Jordan Love's at the point where he might believe half of them now. There's no way Jordan Love rocks with Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. There's no way Aaron Rodgers could just like talk to people in that locker room. Like I saw Christian Watson like hit a touchdown dance. 
And it was like one of those like touchdown dances. Like you see people from our generation hit. Like I, I don't even know how to describe it, but I looked at it and I was like, "There's no way Aaron Rodgers looks at that." It's like I want to get to know this guy. He's boys with some of them now. Yeah. yeah. Well, like if you think about Aaron Rodgers' boys from back in the day, it was like Jordy Nelson, David Bakhtari, who were some of the other guys. Donald like, Driver. Donald Driver. Oh, oh like, yeah. What are you trying to say? He was friends with Donald Driver and Greg Jennings. Too. Greg Jennings. Uh, <laughs> former Dolphin. Greg. You're trying to implicate. Me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. TV is great. I mean, now that the offseason's coming up, we're gonna have a lot of time to watch TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for now, two weeks until signing day. And it's a big official visit. Two weeks till signing day. The University of Florida. Three weeks till the playoff. Florida's got a bowl game next week. The season's not over yet. We're we're, we're in the dog days. Bowl game. What do we think in Jack Miller? How many yards does he throw? More or less than 173? Probably less. I mean, does Oregon State have a good defense? I don't know. They do against Pac-12 teams. It's always kind of one of those things where, you know, the Oregon States of the world, it's... They went 9-3. and They were a a good football team by... You know, all accounts, they went 9-3. and three and Were really good. They came along down the stretch running the football with the true freshman, Damian Martinez, who, if you were listening, if you listen to Cover 3 podcast summer school series, the episode they did with the Oregon State writer, he called it Damian Martinez. Damian Martinez. And well, I know they had Deshaun Fenwick for a couple of years. Yeah. It was pretty good. Martinez came along down the stretch. They had Rajon Wright at corner from Last Chance U. They've got some talented players. but Don't they have Andrew Chatfield? They do. Wow. Chatfield revenge game. Point being, Oregon State's a good Heritage, football right? team. Ch- Chatfield did go to Heritage, yeah. yeah. But I don't think it's they beat Oregon, man. an SEC home, a, fl- uh, a homer thing at all to say that they probably wouldn't have gone 9-3 and three against Florida schedule. No, yeah. I mean, course, an Oregon State not. fan will tell you the same thing. But that said, they're, I, I feel like they're going to be full strength. Not full strength, but... 75, 80%. Yeah. Florida is going to be at 35% of a roster that already sucked. So Right. Yeah, yeah. No. It, it could get ugly. They're the kind of team who, yeah. The point was. spread is 10 and a half. I like Oregon State. But the bottom line is it's going to be a 2-30 game on a Saturday. We're going to have Herb Street. Kirk, yeah. And Pat. And Pat McAfee on the call. insane. Just enjoy. Dave Pat is also. You're like, going to be able to look at the ambiance of Allegiant Stadium. And that's just the appetizer for the main course of Dolphins Bills, Bills later that night. So That could be a historically okay. awful I'm happy they're getting the game out of the way early. I, I, it'd be annoying if we had to wait until like New Year's for this shitty bowl game. Oregon yeah. State's 20th in uh, run defense as well. Oh, I give up 114. Um, I Are we? I don't know. I think we should be The way we pushed Torrance, around Utah, I, I get the feeling. Is Torrance going to play? No. No. Yeah, I didn't expect Great that. chance for Richie Leonard to shine, though. Billy did say, though, that some of the guys who are transferring are going to play. Like, Gerbil yeah. is playing. Is I don't have my On3 subscription anymore, so I couldn't click yeah, that Yeah, I've actually <laughs> never, I've never subscribed to On3. I don't, I don't yeah. like the paywalls. Yeah, well, it, it, On3 was a dollar. A year ago, when it I, came out, I used, it was a dollar. Beal let me use it. The first year, I had it. But uh, when it came time to pay 100 I said, eh. I'm, I don't know. I'll I'm ride with Blake Aldridge. I'm not a big fan. I'll a ride with 24-7. A lot of it's be. clickbait. As much as I like the guys over there, like a lot of it's like, I just spoke to a recruit on the trail. I I'm a big Zach Here's Albert what he has to say. Yeah, but Appleverde, yeah. I'm a huge Appleverde fan. He's a friend of the program. Fan but, big friend of the program. Yeah, I, I'm there for news that I wouldn't get anywhere else at the end of the day. And. I'm, I'm a Blake Alderman homer. 
I like it is what it is. I will if always I want be news, on three is great. I think guy. some of the new features they brought on are great, and I like how I like their writers. However, I'll always be a swamp two four seven. Yeah, guy. no, yeah, and it's also led to a lot of misconceptions about the way recruiting works because, like, y- you have these group chats we're in, and it's like, oh well, you know, the RPM says this, and that metric isn't necessarily, and the NIL numbers that they give those on three NIL numbers, which they do specify, but it gets lost in translation. Those aren't NIL deals. Those are their own valuations that they somehow come up with. I don't really know how, but I, yeah, I, I don't really. NIL, I don't know. I don't know what the, the image is of there. NIL that gets pushed on the internet is just so so weird. People just don't understand how it works, which I, I guess is understandable. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. The, well, yeah. Speaking of recruiting, though, yeah, I. With the way and we talked about this for a lot of the year, we kind of when we had tens around, we we all kind of predicted roughly forty spots would be open, and with the way that the roster is kind of being purged, um, we need you'd need about five or six more portal entries to happen for that number to hit, and and there are still guys who haven't hit the portal who I have a feeling based on some intel and just a hunch that are going to. So that number looks like it is going to be within reach. We've got 22 commits now. Um, John Walker is one who's on an official here this weekend too. That'd be a huge one to close on yeah, him or Jordan Hall. Cause at the end of the, at the end of the day for all the love that our defensive line class has gotten Cameron James and Kelby Collins are going to be heck of good players, but you need a couple of those actual D-tackle guys, too. Yeah. Like Walker and Hall. You need guys who are walk into well, campus. Isn't Walker an edge rusher? He's a tackle. They're both 300-plus already. Wow. Those are the kind of guys you need. Why is Walker That's what Georgia UCF? gets. I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. I don't know. But he still is. But Yeah, it's so weird. He'll, he'll visit here this weekend. I imagine they'll probably get him in for another visit. and We'll see. We will see. Is he committing in December? He's doing early, yeah. Oh. All right, so we actually have a tight end on campus this weekend too. The one from Stanford, right? Yeah, nice. and all cla- all year long, Piegler said we're not taking a tight end this class. I don't know why, why would we do that because if you look at what we have at the position, <laughs> what who, who what moron on the message board said that? But now that we have a good one on campus, I imagine that could change. And we're also in the thick of it for Jaheim Bell, a guy people are comparing to Brock Bowers. Dude, Jaheim Bell, yeah, kind of like an H-back type where, like, in the NFL, you're not really sure how it's going to translate. Because, I don't know, what do you think? NFL-wise, I like Mayer a lot more than Bowers. So do I. You're not getting a handoff as a running back. I might like Darnell Washington more than Bowers. I agree. I agree. Great college football player. Darnell Washington's probably going to be a first-round pick. He is built like a robot. He He is AI. How does it feel that, like, he's your height? Like watching a game, no, no, this he, guy he's, towers he's over not just everyone. My height. He's not just my. He's six seven. I know. Well, yeah. Seven. I, I didn't say that you were built like him. Six I seven. He was your height. Six seven two seventy. Well, if you went back on the zebra, and he probably he might be built like him. No, he's he's not even fat. He's like all <laughs> muscle. Six seven two seventy, and he like runs fast. How is that possible? He's bionic. Yeah, Georgia just gets these guys who were built in the lab, but. If we want to get to where we want to be, then some of those kind of guys are who we got to be getting. And Jordan Hall, who was here last weekend, is one of those guys. So down the stretch, we got to close on him. And then um, 
running back wise, you know, you look at our scholarship chart. We only have two coming back next year. Well, Mark Fletcher. Fletcher, we hopefully will close on yeah. that one. You can take one in the portal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go to but the it's portal. Not just be let's trend talk trend about some of these names. Yep. Let's transition to the portal. I expect what we got to, again twenty two commits right now. It's it's not a secret at roughly all. Roughly five more that the Florida Gators will be taking a quarterback in the portal. Yep. Some names we've heard. On brace yourselves, Gator Nation. DJ along Lele. No. No, I don't want. That's a name. I don't want. That's a name. That's I'd rather get before, Spencer before Sanders. He comes, and I'm not a huge Spencer Sanders. I have seen Spencer Sanders linked to Auburn. Before DJ comes, let's uh, let's all make sure we know how to pronounce his name. Go, Uangalele. I'm gonna try. Uh, DJ Uangalele. Lehman is closer. It's Uangalele. I was pretty close. Uangalele. Yes, the silent N, just like two. It's just he had, did he get an injury after his freshman year? Because his freshman year, he was he was ridiculous. The one game against Notre, Notre Dame, Dame. he Notre was Dame fantastic. Game. He was he five hundred yards. One of the greatest quarterbacks ever watched. My yeah, I, I could have sworn that they were going to win the national championship. Yeah. It was just but, yeah. Know, Another it, name that we're being linked to is Austin Reed, the quarterback from Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky. Yeah, I mean that's uh, the kind of guy. I, 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 I work he with hasn't that. entered the transfer portal yet, but Michael Pratt from Tulane is a name that's Michael Pratt. There the is program. there's legitimate smoke surrounding Michael Pratt. I would love for him. To, he, I mean, he's a Boca kid. Yeah, he would love the 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 Boca girls up here. That would be. Oh yeah, I mean, fifty percent of UF is Boca, basically. But, yeah, the thing with Pratt, uh, fit wise, it makes sense because if you watch Tulane's offense, it looks a lot like ours. It does. So I think yeah. it'd be a pretty seamless transition. I'm. I would be happy with the take. I don't think the upside is super high with him, but we're probably not going to be looking to win the conference next year anyway. No, but you need someone so, who's going to manage the offense right, a and good get the bridge. ball to your playmakers. I actually yeah. think he'd be better at that than Anthony getting the ball to the playmakers. It would be a polar opposite. Yeah, like here's a guy with every. We'd tool, be going back to like trash. Maybe doesn't know how to manage the game so well. Well, to here safe. Yeah, I, I think Michael Pratt would be a, good a touchdown to interception ratio. Exactly, and he he can run the offense. He's not going to do anything crazy. Uh, definitely way different from Anthony. But w- what if? What if? What if Jack Miller goes out there and starting? Just that's a total l- possibility. Lights yeah. it up. People yeah. forget that Jack Miller was a five star his junior year of high school. And then he got what did he get? Like a car accident or a DUI or something? Something he got a DUI at Ohio State. Okay, no, he got something where might, he might might have he might have had an injury though. or something, and he had a bad senior year. Sounds like a current commit to the Florida Gators. But what? Wait. <laughs> Rashad had a terrible yeah. senior year. No, he didn't. He did? Yeah. He had 11 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. He, he did? Played, he, no, but he's, I thought he's still playing. He, play, he played well towards what? the end. What? Yeah. yeah it's, it's, he played, it's, he it's not great. Where do you hear this? Um, Ethan? Stats. Max Preps. Well, I didn't know this till I got home Till one of my buddies who... I'm going to fact check you on that because I don't want to believe that shit. I don't want to believe that shit. I always believe there's room for growth, but... What, my my buddy Dylan was ragging on me. He's a huge Canes fan. Are you sure... That wasn't Stokes' stat line? No, no I, that's Rashad's stat line. It sounds like Stokes' stat line. It could also bad. be Rashad's stat line. Nonetheless, Jack Miller nah, was highly whatever. rated coming out. Of co- he has talent. He played. Yeah, Rashad's not even going to play here, so who cares? Rashada? Yeah. He might. He might. He might. He might. You really don't think Rashad is ever going to play? I think Lagway's going to beat him out. What if Rashada wins the job his redshirt freshman year? Lagway's not ready. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's possible, but I think Rashad. We, we've think, seen what happens when we trot out quarterbacks who are not ready in this program. We've seen what the fan base does to them. I'm just saying, like, I, I this is just I'm predicting Lagway beats him out. So thirty so. touchdowns for Rashada. Also, for how many interceptions? Really, eleven. 
But yeah, oh, then I must have misread that. Someone someone told me that. The importance of digits. Yeah. One digit. Oh, okay. 30 touchdowns. I stand correct. 30 touchdowns, 11 picks. Yeah. But I know he didn't play well at the Elite. He's a gunslinger. That's he didn't. Yep. I remember listening to a podcast. He did Tua. Whoa. Uh, what? Oh, no. He did. No. It's Tua absolutely murked well. to the Elite 11. Okay. I'm, I'm, my brain's all foggy this morning. I woke yeah. up right before we came. I, I remember man. listening Good. to a podcast on a run or a bike ride right after the Elite 11, trying to make myself feel better about the whole Stokes Rashada situation. And the guy was talking about how Stokes played pretty well and that Rashada was so inaccurate on a couple of the deep balls that this guy, the reporter from The Athletic, whatever, got hit, like, in the face by a... Ari Wasserman? And he was like, yeah, it was Ari Wasserman. I've actually... Yeah, Jaden Rashada hit me me with the ball. Me and Ari Wasserman got in a Twitter war one time about NIL. Yeah. Fun fact about... So I was like, oh, who needs Rashada anyway, but... Fun fact about the Elite 11. He was just off. uh, Because you mentioned Tua. I recently watched a a YouTube video about the the, kind of the documentary about Tua, a five-minute video about Tua in the Elite 11. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, when he won MVP and his improvement. Oh, he did, he did actually win he won, Yeah, he won a league MVP, beating out which NFL quarterback right now? NFL Davis Mills. Davis Mills. He beat out Davis Mills. Which, who, True. there was a Florida commit in that Elite 11. <laughs> who was it? Well, let me think. Don't, he, he no one say it. It is so obscure. <laughs> it is so obscure. No one said Okay, <laughs> every did episode. He end up, did what? he, a Florida commit, did he end up coming here? I, yeah. But he, I don't think he ever. Yeah, he never like played okay. a game. I, Jake Allen. Yes. Jake Allen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Once you said yeah, Saint Thomas. Jake Allen. Yeah. He was a. He ended up what? at Dartmouth actually. Yeah, he's at Dartmouth <laughs> right now. Still, he's like still how old is he? I think so. I'm pretty sure he was class of like 2017. Yeah. But there I, are some six year seniors. Nah, he, football. Well, oh wait, wait, that's wrong. Yeah, that's a crazy. No, nah, 2021 man. was his last year. The rise of the sixth year quarterback, because with the COVID year. Yes. I've noticed all of these guys who are now entering the portal to play one more year, they're going to be sixth years. You could do like a 30 for 30 on that, honestly. Like the year of the. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the oldest. Uh, year I mean, all these football. dudes, like Leary, yeah. Sanders, uh, Reed. Leary's another name Jerkovich, we're being linked to. All of them. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get Leary, though. Do you think greener pastures football wise? Because NIL wise, most of the schools that we're competing with, unless. It, you were linked to like a Georgia or an Alabama. No. Really? Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We have a chance. We're in on everyone from what I've heard. I've I've had insiders tell me that we're in on people. I've read things online. The two names that I've heard are most realistic. Fucking God. Are so annoying. The, so the two annoying. names that I've heard are most <laughs> Realistic are Austin Reed and DJU. Those are the two ones that I've really heard. And Michael Pratt. Those are the three that I would you know really. DJU knows when to keep it on a zone read. You know what? I'll give him. Let's that. look at this for he DJU. Knows when to keep I'm it not going to get excited by it. I'm not going to be like, this is a guy who's going to take us to the SEC championship. No. But if you look at how we are next year, our ceiling is like nine and three, eight and four. You think DJ could get us there? Probably. Probably. Why not? He had some pretty crappy games, it, but look, so did Anthony. You need. I think. The reason why Billy would want someone like DJ is because he's dual threat and because he adds to the running game because they're running offense. I like Austin Reed. I think that that'd be fun. It, it would be kind of fun. Yeah. He's a Florida guy too. He's from St. Augustine. St. Aug High School. Yeah. Started I, at Western. I, I looked at his. Started at West Florida. Florida transferred to a D2. From the D2, transferred to Western Kentucky. He'll really come full circle if he ends up here. 
at University of Florida. But be one of the look, crazier look, at those, career look at those Western quarter, Kentucky quarterbacks. I mean, you had Bailey Zapp. I mean, you saw him. He was the darling at the beginning of this NFL season. Mike White. Mike White. You had my Brandon, barber the other day. Brandon Dowdy. A, a take on Mike White. Oh, God. What did he have to say? He said he wants to be known as the guy who said that Mike White will be a top 10 NFL quarterback. So him and every other Jets fan? Because they're enamored by him. They think he's really? like the greatest thing since sliced bread. Oh, I'm so excited for that Week 18 game. I hope we murder them. <laughs> Mike White. Uh, Big Will, are you going to that game? Uh, Dolphins-Jets? Yeah. I will be there January 8th. I'll probably be back here, honestly. I mean, what do we, you know, it, it, I guess it's kind of like ceiling or, or safe? because I don't really want to go, like, I don't think we need to go after a ceiling guy because it's really just a stopgap. Right, yeah, I agree. It's really and with the way our offense game. is going to be set up next year, it's going to be pretty good in the run game. Again, the weapons are going to be better. There were there were a lot of games this year, we remember, like, people were getting open. And just drops. Were huge that, and there were also just stretches where Anthony couldn't hit anybody. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, Pratt kind of is the best of both worlds for me. If I had to rank my top I think three. he's good enough to get us to where we can realistically be, and he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. If and I, he knows when to if keep I had on the to read rank option, those too. three, I'd probably go Pratt one, Reed two, DJU three. That's fair, yeah. I read a really clickbaity headline the other day that we were favorites for Spencer Sanders, but it, it was just a... a sports, I also saw it was a, a clickbaity... Click, it, it was very clickbaity. A clickbaity headline that said Spencer Sanders and Auburn is like a perfect fit. It kind of is. Yeah. It kind of is. I yeah. And it was comparing side by side his stats to Bo Wallace's and they were like near identical. I could see Auburn being a fairly quick turnaround. Not not to like competing for anything serious, but to getting to like nine wins. Yeah, why not? I think Hugh Freeze to do that pretty quickly. Let me tell you something though, if we're talking about the SEC West, I think LSU might win it again next year. Because Garrett Nussmeyer. They really might, Dote. He is good. Garrett Nussmeyer really yeah. looked like Joe Burrow. Yeah, he, uh, like he looked he looked the way he threw the ball, the way he moved around the pocket, his stature, he kind of looked like Joe Burrow. Yeah. yeah I was I was impressed. Because I also had LSU with the scared. points, and if Nussmeyer started the whole game, I yeah. think they would have covered. Could I present to you one more portal option? Sure. At quarterback. And this one, it's... Emory Jones? Emory Jones. Yes, yeah, I, bring I him home. Him. God. EJ, you know what? What would Emery look like with Billy? What, what would that look like? Probably worse than he did. Worse. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. would be worse. <laughs> it would definitely be worse. <laughs> but, um, well, no, because I think you do, for the situation we're in, it makes sense to just want a guy who already has starting experience and who only has another year or two of eligibility. But Walker Howard was a five-star last cycle. And with Nussmeyer looking to be the guy at LSU for a year or two now, I could see him looking to transfer. And, and he's the guy who had a Billy relationship was with Billy. Linked and he, right. And Billy was looking to flip him. Right. I, I, I guess that's a take. But it's the other guys have already I started. think that's a it's guy like, that yeah. you don't take aggressively. like you, Because, like I said, we have two elite-level quarterbacks committed for the next two years. You need a stopgap more than a project. So it doesn't make I totally sense. Look, I, I'm, like, I'm, the all there. I'm all there for the statement that you want your QB room to be as deep as possible. That said, you do have two highly talented guys coming in. You don't want to clog the QB room. Yeah. 
That's how you get. Because we saw that, honestly, with Mullen. Mullen had a lot of guys who he kind of clogged it. And guys like Anthony didn't really get to see time until his third year. And we only got one year of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to be good, though. I'm, I'm actually, like, like, surprisingly at ease with the way that I, I am, too. Right. I, I, this offseason, yeah, I think we're going to be fine. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, Billy told you it, it wasn't going to be pretty this first year. And it, it really is. He you. said you're going to get mad at me. Exactly. And it really is. It's yeah. year zero. Like the Asian review guys all the said dead we'd get weight, mad at him too. Look at all the dead weight this team is carrying. All the guys in the portal, all the turnover. It's very rare to see this much turnover in a roster after year one of a coach. And the reason for that is because he has to completely surmount the program. He has to completely re-tear you know, it down to build it back up. Has there been anyone in that entered the portal that you looked like and you're like, oh, man, that's a big loss for me? I think for us, no. no. McMillan could have been a player, but and the only, lo- only could, big losses. He could have started, but. The only big losses not like were a draft Hopper. guys. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Hopper, Torrance yeah. is the biggest loss in the team, but, you know, yeah. best player in the team. Huh? We knew he was coming from one year. There was, right. a, there was no Tyron Hopper this year where he would have been the best player on the team. He would have been yeah. the best. Or on D, on D, on yeah. D, Osiris, obviously, but. He would have. That, that would have been a difference in a win or two. Hey, look, the offensive line. We, we got a chance to be, get some big wins next year. Build that brick. Yeah, I we, mean, we need a big. We, uh, S- we need a. We had the big win in Utah this year. We need a big SEC win next year. Right. We need to beat an LSU. We need to beat a Tennessee. I we think need we to beat a I think we're able to. Um, yeah, but I mean, uh, talking portal for Osiris, we there's a uh, Cornelius, the the guard from. Rhode Island, who like every big program's offered now, he FCS All American. There's a pitch there. It's like, hey, Osiris came yeah, here. We did one year. Like, Osiris, one twice. year and go to the NFL. Like you, Rob Sale is an NFL spot. offensive you line coach. Darnell yeah. Stapleton's yeah. established offensive line coach. I expect a, a, a probably a hefty. That's the one thing about this offense. We provide so much emphasis on the offensive line. Yeah, it is yeah. so built around the trenches, and that's, mm-hmm. and that's, that's how you win football games. That's how you win football games, and that's why I get a win. guy like Samson is going to set the tone. I was talking about this with how you win six I was talking about this with, with Kushner yesterday. Ryan Kushner, a friend of the show. Yeah, uh, I think two three years we're going to be competing for the playoff, the twelve team playoff. That is, yeah, and maybe even the conference. I, I really believe in what I, I believe in what they're doing right now. Now, will that translate to the next? To the, on the field, and will our fan base have the patience for it? Who knows? But hey, I mean, I think they're doing the right things right now, and this class is the first stepping stone towards having a championship level program. Yeah, and a lot of programs say it that they're bringing in a class with high character kids, but from everyone we've talked to and heard, they really kind of mean it when they when they talk about this 2023 class. A lot of these kids really are. Gators, you know, through and through. Like, I yeah, but anyone like, could go to Twitter and say, "Oh, I'm so excited to be a Gator," and then enter the transfer portal six months later. Like, <laughs> right? But yeah, but it's a solid group, and then it's one to build on with you know, star power more so in in the next cycle. It's a good, it's a good foundation. I'm excited for the, for the future of this program, and Me I too. think getting just getting Lagway, it, it just cannot be understated. That that it is so huge. What he can do in recruiting how he just can be that centerpiece and just it, it happening so early is just so great for what for recruiting like it's two years of him just being able to recruit is just yeah it's gonna be awesome i'll tell you guys a name uh he's a 2024 kid and 
He's probably going to go to Brian Hartline, but Jeremiah Smith is yeah, he's he's the good. best wide receiver to come into college football in a long time. He's good. And you never know with Hartline every offseason now probably getting head coaching offers. All you have to do is be his number two, and then all, all it takes is for Hartline to take a Wisconsin job or something. Well, he won't take the Wisconsin job. No, but you know what I mean. They got Luke, not, Luke Fickle, which we're going to break down. We didn't talk about the coaching carousel no, we last week. We'll, we'll do a brief little segment. I know Big Will doesn't love the coaching carousel. But they got Phil Longo as offensive coordinator. Which is big. That's it's Drake May's guy. It's going to be weird seeing them go to a spread offense. It's going to be freaking weird. Yeah. yeah. Do I want to watch Wisconsin football succeed if it's not the way that it used nah, to be? It wouldn't feel natural. It's not going to feel the same. Yeah. What if they get a player named Bo Callahan? That'd be pretty cool, though. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't like him. None of his teammates came to his birthday party. What are you looking at over there? Chaminade, Madonna, high that's, school? Yeah, that's where uh, Jeremiah, Jeremiah goes in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. He's from, it says, oh, yeah, I guess Opelok in Hollywood. Chaminade's in Hollywood, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, DJ is going to be on him, though, from now for the next year. So you never know. What was this, too? Wow. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> if I was tweet. a recruit, I would just tweet crap like that yeah. all the freaking time. Yeah. Like, just the eyeballs. Whoa. His bio is not yeah. one of those. So it says, not cool. one of those. I like this guy. He's quite the football player. Oh, my God. He's like the Cormani McLean of wide receivers. Look at this catch. Yeah, no, he's insane. It's awesome, He's buddy. insane. Go to Jeremiah Smith's Twitter and look up his pin tweet. It's pretty good. Yeah. All right, well... You guys want to move on to the coaching carousel? How about this? How about a favorite and a least favorite hire? Okay. Favorite and a least favorite hire. Uh, There's a cop-out answer, an easy one. Well, of, like, hires that have already happened? Yeah. Because most of what has happened already has. Most of what will happen already has Okay, happened. I have my it's least. pretty much wrapped up. My least favorite is Scott Satterfield of Cincinnati. I don't think he had a good enough body of work at Louisville to justify plucking a buyout like that. I think Cincinnati, yeah. you're a program on the rise. Why would you halt your momentum like that? I feel like it would they would have been better off going after keeping one of Fickle's young assistants or going the younger route at a coordinator who kind of build it with you as you go to the Big 12, build off that success Fickle had. I don't think Satterfield's your guy for that. My favorite hire, there's obviously a cop-out answer. Yeah. We'll talk about it, but I, this is kind of cop-out too, but I think Luke Fickle to Wisconsin is a perfect fit. Yeah. I, I think he's going to modernize Wisconsin into the modern college football landscape while also retaining that same blue-collar, hard-nosed Midwest identity that they Barry Alvarez spent so much time building. Sorry, I knocked my microphone off every episode now. Um I think it's just a match made, a, a really good match. It's for the same reasons I thought that Fickle should have went to Notre Dame last year. It's a good hire for Wisconsin. It was really out of left field. I thought for sure they were hiring Jim Leonard. I know a few people in, who have intel on the program over there. They thought for sure it was Jim Leonard too. This really came out of left field. Great hire for the Badgers. Yeah, Midwest ethos, as they like to say. Yeah. Um, least favorite? Yeah, I don't know. I usually like a lot yeah, of them. I, I usually I, uh, firing Marcus Arroyo. I didn't like that. Where's he the coach? UNLV. They were like Owen. Yeah, and one and eleven. They hired and then he got him Barry to five, Odom, right? and then Marcus Arroyo got him to five and seven after they were one of the worst programs in the entire FBS for a couple of years, and they fired him to bring in Barry Odom. It well, just know, doesn't. Well, I don't. Do you I know who really else they it. were looking at? Edo. They were looking at Edo. That would have been so. No, he wouldn't have lasted a week nah, that on the strip. Disaster. 
He would not have lasted a week. Um, Tim Beck going to Coastal Carolina. That's a terrible hire. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah. what talk is about I don't, taking I don't. from the most fun modern offensive mind, yeah. in Chadwell to. Uh, I mean, I I would say yeah. I guess if I'd say probably my favorite hire is probably Chadwell to Liberty. I mean, that's I was yeah. gonna say that's like, like an the insanely casuals good will tell you that's a lateral move, but people nah. don't realize that Liberty has the most resources of any group of Liberty five has so yeah. much freaking money. They're independent too, so they can schedule whoever they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see what Purdue does, but I, I like yeah. I think Louisville completely upgraded. Oh, oh yeah. my god! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Great hire for them, especially it's a dark time for that athletic program. I don't know if you guys follow college basketball too much, but I don't think they have a win. It's not going well. They for don't have a win. Pain. No, it's not going well right now. Damn. No, I love Brom. He's the man. Remember, I mean, Brom was getting some maybe some Florida WRUF little WRUF Florida buzz from the callers on on Steve's show oh, back in Gundy and Brom. People were wanting, Look, you know, the thing is, I think you know Brom's ceiling, but I think it's going to be easier to win in the ACC than it was in the Big Ten for him. Definitely, and I think being at Louisville, a place where he has roots to ties to, it's going to be a lot easier to rally on the trail. Right, like fit matters. Yeah. Like their recruiting pitch gets a whole lot easier when it's somewhere the dagger for about. Satterfield and part of the reason why I hate it. I Again? hate it. This is my third time <laughs> knocking the mic off this episode. Part of the reason why I hated the Satterfield hire was did Satterfield ever beat Kentucky? I, I, I don't think so. No, I don't think he did. That's important. He was a seven football coach. Even Mullen beat Georgia. Even Mullen beat Georgia. Yep. So um, those are some of the Well well I oh. one that does interest me. That I don't know if I absolutely hate or absolutely love. I, I one or the other, and I can't decide. Uh, and that would be Matt Rule in Nebraska. I, like I didn't I, love it, but I had conversations with one of my friends who's actually worked in a recruiting office before, and he said he loves it because he thinks that Matt Rule is the ultimate program builder. Right. But I don't know. I just I don't think he's going to be able to compete on the trail with some of these other Midwest. One schools. thing that. I do know about Matt Rule is that he is a phenomenal talent evaluator. Yes. So in the SEC, like when that doesn't matter as much because you really just need to be landing four and five stars, I don't know if he would have worked. But for a program like Nebraska where even the best recruiter is not going to be able to bring five stars to Nebraska, you have to be able to evaluate guys. Culture-wise, it's great. I think he's going to come in, change the locker room right away. People are going to rally around him. People are going to like his NFL experience, Mm -hmm. as horrible as that was. But – People who I've talked to like the hire. I wasn't initially so keen on it. I didn't think he was going to bring them back to the level that Nebraska fans want to. But, hey, maybe this is just a program looking at themselves saying, Tom Osborne isn't coming out of his grave. Like the, right. Yeah. I mean, they used to have a uh, – they used to rely a lot on walk-ons. Talk about talent evaluation. Yeah, you can't do that in college football anymore. We're not running – Right, that. no. The world that Nebraska came up in isn't there anymore, so – I, I like the hire. It's it's fun. It's not my favorite. I don't like it as much as Fickle. I don't like it as much as Dion to Colorado. Well, yeah, I mean that's the cop out answer. Dion right. Sanders to Colorado That's the biggest splash that, hire. It's or even ever. I don't think you'll ever see a quicker turnaround from a program as far as like the the difference in success because they were the worst team in Power Five last year by far. And they by yeah, far they were all by far and they are going to be legitimately a contender for the Pac-12 championship in year one. You think so? Yes, hundred percent. Do you know Dude, they have Mike Zimmer as their DC? No, they don't. He's not, that was a lie. Wait, what? You know who their DC is? Do you know the, remember this? Hey, name? What do you mean it was a lie? Florida State, right? Charles Kelly. Charles Kelly. Yeah. Wait, what? Ha- what? He's from not. Always Sunny. Charlie Kelly. Charlie Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so what? So where? But Mike Zimmer's still on the staff. You sure? 
Charlie work. It's Charles Kelly. And oh, who yeah. they hired OC? They hired someone good. They hired a good. Oh, guy. Yeah, Kent State. They, they got like, Sean oh, Lewis, the guy who's probably on hot boards to be their to, actual head to coach. Be a head coach. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he oh, was has getting been disputed. Yeah. Well. Sean Lewis is getting power five head coaching buzz. Yeah. After the way yeah. he kind of rebuilt Kent State into something real, and yeah, OC. Yeah, that's a great hire. So the pitch is going to be extremely easy for. Well, look, he's going to have Shadoyer as the starting QB. They've and yeah, and, and they're and probably going to have Travis Hunter. Don't. Uh, don't let Shador being an FCS starting quarterback fool you. He the only reason he was there was because his dad coached there. He, he, he was great. He yeah. was a four star recruit, and he's playing like one. They would beat up on those schools. Yeah, they weren't. In, yeah, they weren't ever in close yeah. games. They, it's gonna be interesting. I don't know how good they'll be year one. It might take some time. Look, he's the, the, the pressure is also gonna be a lot more on Dion. It's not like he's in an uh, HBC right. school anymore where like right. anytime he throws a touchdown or a trick play he's the greatest thing since sliced bread <laughs> he's gonna actually be held accountable here right. now granted it is Colorado they haven't been nationally relevant in what 25 years yeah minus that one year they made it to the Pac-12 championship they had some good Phil DBs Lansing. that year Steven Montez yeah, yeah. Bay Awuzie yeah it's gonna be real interesting I, that's I don't even. It's not my favorite hire. I like it. I think he's really going to succeed, specifically on the trail, because I think any kid that's not going to USC is going to Colorado now. Like yeah. I think long gone are the days where kids from the West Coast, if they don't want to go to USC or UCLA, they'd go to Texas or Oklahoma or a midwestern school like Michigan. I'm thinking they're all going to Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I want to live in Boulder. Boulder is beautiful. Boulder, it's an yeah. easy sell. Yeah. It's an easy it sell. Is. It exactly. really, really is. Yeah, Folsom Field. And look, it's it's hard to incentivize boosters to come back in and invest in a program that's dead in the water. But Deion Sanders might spark some life in the boosters. I think it could work. I really do. But I am skeptical. I I, However, when I find myself having these conversations with people about whether Deion will succeed, I always take the side of the argument where I think it's a good hire. So, And for them, it's just so it's, it's, it's For them. Look, for I mean, them, Colorado, it's there's nothing, no other hire that you could have made just given that the rut they've been in for so long, there's nothing that would have even come close. Right. I mean, even like... How, do we, even what, like Ryan, what was the contract? Like, do we know what the contract was? Like how much they pay him? They really I don't know. But just given, again, just how downtrodden they've been for so long, there are legitimate top 10 coaches Colorado w- could have hired that I don't think would have moved the needle the way Deion does. No, no way. No, in terms like of getting exactly players on needed. campus, he's exactly, exactly yeah. what they need, and that's how you build a good program. Mm-hmm. He's bringing it, Louie. It, it's it, it's not even just bringing I mean, He brings an entire swag, an entire mojo, an entire It's Deion Sanders. Exactly. It is really <laughs> one of the greatest players of all time. It's just insane. Like, that is like, – there is no human being on earth you could hire that would have brought more prosperity as quickly than Deion. Mm. It's going to be interesting to watch. I'm excited. It's a fun hire. Some of the other hires we didn't really touch on. Hugh Freeze to Auburn. He was long linked to Lane Kiffin. We all thought that Lane Kiffin was going to Auburn on this show. However, I think Hugh Freeze is a pretty good consolation prize. I've been saying Hugh Freeze to Auburn for a while, I feel like. Yeah, but we we always said if they don't get Lane. Yeah. True. I think Hugh Freeze is a great consolation prize. Though. I agree. I agree. I mean, those, those are the top two. They had to get one of those two. Lane's waiting for Bama. I'll keep saying it. I'll keep harping it. But Will, I think that might be a disaster if he goes to Bama. I, how many people really know the full story with Lane Kiffin? Because people just know him as like the funny Twitter guy who was at FAU for a couple of years, got yelled at by Saban. But how many people really know what happened before that? 
How many people really know that he, he got ten- he got Tennessee in trouble while trying to rat on Urban Meyer for breaking recruiting violations at Florida? Yeah. He was also so young though. He also exactly. literally he's a man of God now. He also quite literally pissed Al Davis off to the point where he was willing to pay multi millions of dollars <laughs> just for him to not be around. Yeah. Can't believe he was the Raiders coach that long. Lane. Really? Lane Kiffin attempted, what was it, a 80-yard field goal? We're big Lane Kiffin fans on this podcast. I, for one, was wanted to hire Lane Kiffin here at the time. But he does have foot-and-mouth disease where that might not work at Alabama. Right. I just think he's such a good football but Right now, line. the two people who have been linked to Alabama more than anyone else are Dabo and Lane Kiffin. Do you re- are you really confident in either to fill Nick's shoes? Lane more than Dabo. Me too. <laughs> Dabo it might not be close. Dabo's such an idiot. If if he played Cade all year, they really might have won the they, national championship. They would have been in the playoff. Of I think they would have made it to the national championship. Certain. Their defense yeah. could shut anyone. Their defense down. is very good. And look at their weapons. I mean, Bo Collins is nothing to scoff at. Will Shipley is one of the best running backs in America. I mean, and if they fucking took a transfer or two, yeah, they'll be in my top four preseason. They were in my 100%. top. They were in my top four this preseason, and I will die. I don't think that was a bad call by me. It wasn't even that bad of a call because yeah. they should have been. Yeah. Not that bad of a call. Lane Kiffin, the NFL head coach, attempted a 76-yard field goal. 70, with uh, Janikowski, right? With a three-step start for a little NFL history, Leckler on the hole. Janikowski hits it as hard as he can. It's not even going to make it to the goal. This could be he didn't even make it to the, to the goal line. <laughs> no, he was a disaster in the NFL. 15 yeah. yards short. He, he is the master of alienating a fan base. However, I, I don't think he should ever leave Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is the perfect spot for Well, he won't leave for a long time. Anything he will do there is the, the greatest thing ever. I agree. Yeah, it's like Dan Mullen on steroids. Exactly. At Mississippi State. <laughs> Mullen got to a point don't where he was almost Lane. untouchable. You've gone to bigger and brighter before you've seen what happens. Yeah. Don't do I it. I agree. I don't know. It's just this... This feeling I have in my chest. But I, I just really feel like Lane Kiffin. I see. I don't know. I really like the Hugh Freeze hire, though. I think it's a good hire. That was one of my other favorite hires. You need offense at Auburn. Yeah. Anytime they've been anything, it has not been from being a pro style pound the rock team like what Brian Harson wanted to make him into. Brian Harson was always because a bad you're hire. that was never a good hire. You're the little brother. You're like, you know, you got to be different, right? It's like middle child syndrome. They always got to stand out to get noticed. That's like what Auburn has. How have these two great countries of soccer with incredible soccer players have scored zero goals in 100 minutes? How does that happen? There's a massive goal. This is the problem with soccer. How do you have just watched 100 minutes of just guys just dribbling a ball back and forth? Maybe you're just a casual. 2011. Alabama LSU to the naked eye was boring, but it was actually just well, great defense. Well, that's completely different because so many great things happen. <laughs> We've seen nothing highlight wise happen here. Oh, a guy didn't hit a goal. You just wouldn't I, get it. That's why I love hockey. It. No, I love. I enjoy soccer. I love the World Cup, but like, I want to see goals, man. Is that better call song? Yeah, something one of my buddies. I love. Me. I love 
hockey way more because there's like so many there's so much action in hockey. It's just it's small. I like hockey way more. It's too. just so much so much more excited. Like, more happens. and people the, the more common more happens. There's the common more argument chances. is that like people like shots. in hockey people like to say they don't they can't see the puck. But if you're a fan of hockey, it's not about seeing the puck. It's about seeing where the players are. Exactly. exactly. Like if you see a three on one, it doesn't matter where the fucking puck is. Like right. the, you know they're gonna score. Right. It's all about positioning. That's what people don't get. But I also played. So here comes Brazil. Here all right. What, what else we got on the docket? Because I've been ripping. All right, well, here, all right, right, all right, all right. Wait, score predictions. The oh, bowl? bowl game for oh, Jesus. Florida, Oregon State. It's all right, Oregon week. State. It's not forty-one. Florida, twenty-one. There you go. That's a great pick. Yeah. Um. Oh man, that seems like a perfect score prediction. Thanks. God, Arnold. Well, Arnold, Arnold why do you come up with all these great score predictions? So because I do it off the dome. Say um, it again. Thirty-eight, seventeen. Forty-one, twenty-one. Oregon State. I go thirty-one twenty-one. Thirty-eight seventeen. Yeah, good for you. Thirty-eight seventeen. Beebs. All right, Heisman Saturday. Yeah, I think we're. Do we want to do? Does everyone want to do their Heisman rankings? Rank your let's top do our, five. Let's do our straw poll. Do rank your top straw five. Poll. I will start because I thought about yes. this on the walk over okay. here. Wait, 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 let me think about the order I put it in. I had a clear order. Okay, at number five, I will go Blake Corum, running back, Michigan. However, if he plays in the Ohio State game, I might have even given it to him. Number four, I'm going Hendon Hooker, quarterback, Tennessee. Like Should have been invited to like New York. I, like it. I think it's a crime that he wasn't. I like it. Number three, Max Dugan, quarterback. Or is it Duggan? I don't know. It's Duggan. Duggan, quarterback, TCU. Even in a loss, he had his Heisman moment Saturday. I wouldn't even be shocked if he won. Number two, I'll go C.J. Stroud. It's a year-long award. There was maybe no better player all year long than C.J. Stroud. And number one, the best player in college football this year, much as I hate to say it, it was Caleb, Caleb Williams. Williams. I have the same exact order that I I spoke in this order yesterday. Same order, although I will flip Duggan and Stroud. You have Duggan too. I just think all year du- Stroud was better. But I get the argument that in Ohio State's biggest game of the year, Stroud crumbled. Whereas in TCU's biggest game of the year, Duggan put the team Duggan ha- literally needed to get the air mask on. He put the team on his back, yeah, and Duggan. it's and he lost the game because they decided not to put the ball in his hands. Yeah. Okay. I'll go Bijan five. Corum four. Marvin Harrison Jr. three. Okay, yeah. The guy who didn't even win. Just because I'd rather wow. give it to him than Shroud. I'm leaving Shroud out. I like Crap that. the bet in their biggest game. Okay. Can't do I like that. that. It's a year-long Oh, wait, wait, wait. What am I saying? No, no, no. no. I, I messed that up. I forgot it. Hendon. Okay. I do a top six. Sure, I'd have sure. Hendon, I'd have Hendon third, Hendon, Duggan, and then Caleb as the top three. Coach of the year. I'm, oh, what, what is Caleb right now? He's like minus two thousand. Yeah, I think it's probably off the book. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm dreading my Heisman bets cashing on Saturday night. It's gonna fucking suck because the Corum one. If Corum played, Wait, what, what Heisman bets do you have right now? I don't even want to say one of them. I, I like to hear. I like to hear. Tell the people in June. Took Anthony Richardson. Okay, yeah, th- th- you're a Gator fan, so it's like makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. My my agent is my roommate though, so he might cancel the bet for me. Um, <laughs> After Utah looked good, yeah, it did. It did. Get I was freaking out. out. I was I like, <laughs> get your bets in. What now. number did you get it at? I got it at plus thirty five hundred. Wow. And I got Corum at plus three thousand. I believe. Corum. Corum. I was freaking out. I thought it was. Gonna yeah. Happen. Uh, coach of the year, I'm going to actually give it to Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. I think the job he's done this year is fantastic. 
Blink it off. Should have been Marvin Harrison over Jalen Hyde. I know. Oh, the- Brazil just scored. Oh. This is the first half of the Is that Neymar? Time. Yeah. He looks older. He does. That's insane. We put some sound on. This is live, this is live pictures, folks. That sounds awful. I'm hearing crowd cheering. No announcers. Surrender Cobra, Croatia. Announcer, say something. He's letting the moment play. He knows it's history. He's letting the moment play. It's a Joe Buck thing to do. I kind of like it. What a way to do it. What a way to do it. British soccer announcers are the goats. Oh, what a... That was a sick goal. A sick goal. Sick goal. See, that was cool. See, that 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 stuff I love. That stuff I love. But this is a beer. No, it's liquid death. It looks oh liquid death. Mm-hmm. It was on a sale at gate. What is liquid death? Just water in a can. What? Canned water. Is there is there liquid in here? Can I try it? Canned water. Yeah. Why what's the point of it? I don't know. It's just I don't know. Looks cool. It's good water too. Why is it called liquid death if it's water? It's liquid survival. Marketing. Smart. Um, all right. Ten minutes left. Let's talk Dolphins for the last, last ten minutes. Boop, boop, well, boop, Dolphins boop. are five, and then a wrap-up on a f- our first full calendar year of one back down. Yeah. Yeah, well, over calendar year, really. Well, well but this like is our first, first calendar year. Oh, yes, 2022. 22 was our first calendar. Yes, yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Well, let's, let's start with the Dolphins, and then we'll end with the reflection. Right. All right, so the Dolphins are taking on the Los Angeles Chargers Sunday night, live on NBC from SoFi Stadium. This is a must-win game. It's a must-win must game. Must-win. It, it's a shame Absolutely. that this has become a yeah. must-win, but if you want to make the playoffs, if you want the five seed to try and avoid going to a Cincinnati... You want or, to have a chance to win the division. I mean, this is... Well, exactly. The division's still in play as well. And just to not play. be frauds. Yeah. You got to win this game because it's unrealistic to think that we're going to go into Buffalo. I, we can but a night game in Buffalo, I think you chalk that up as a loss, especially considering we lo- the way we lost last week. This needs to be a bounce-back game to show everyone that the Dolphins are still here. The Dolphins are still a force to be reckoned with. And I think we have the opportunity. I think we are a much better team than the Chargers, specifically with the way the Chargers are built right now. I, do, I am a little worried about the offensive line if Armstead doesn't play. But I'm also of the belief that if Armstead isn't play, well, yes, this is a must-win game. I don't want to pr- necessarily rush him back and... Here's the key. We didn't. The offensive line was bad last week, but it wasn't awful with two without your top two tackles, and that's against the best defense in football with Nick Bosa. Yeah, the Chargers don't have Joey. Have been unable to create pressure. As much as I do want Armstead to play, as much as that will help us, I think it's going to be a lot easier. I agree. And Eric Fisher will play this week. Right. Well, we hope so. We yeah. think. Oh wow. Um, and that's one of those things. The Chargers. They have so many issues, and so many issues that I think we can exploit. It's also a pride thing as a Dolphins fan. If Tua could go two and zero against Herbert, Herbert to yeah, start his exactly, career, that, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think Tua is better, but like the Char- I mean, Mike Williams going to come back. Give me a shootout. Did, me a shootout. did you just say I think Tua is better? No, I'm saying I think Tua is playing better. But yeah, oh. no, I, I, I think, I, but I think I'd rather take Tua. Like I think the way things are going right now, I would rather have Tua. Oh, it's a hard question. Tua has look. At the end of the day, they're both That's different style of quarterbacks. Justin Herbert is that social media style. Everybody, you know, with the big throws and the big arm. But Tua 
has superpowers, and he has, in my opinion, characteristics that match somebody that has what you would call it. Yeah, but with the way our with the way our receiving room is built, could you imagine Herbert airing it out deep to Tyreek? I'm not yeah. saying I'd rather have him, but yeah. I agree with you. No, no, I'm, no, it would be insane. We would it, have so many yards, but how many wins? Herbert, yeah, but think about it. He'd be in a much better oh, position yeah. than Miami. McDaniel's a much better coach than Staley. I agree. But he's still struggling to win. Staley's kind of like and, Her- and Tua's just always been able to win. Like his still his his record, whether it be under Flores, whether it be under McDaniel's, just it's been so good. Still eight and one this year. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah. it'll be interesting. It, uh, Let's get a score prediction. It, um, I think it's gonna be a shootout. It's going to be a shootout. Um, I'm going to take Dolphins 34. Let's go weird score, Chargers. Chargers 29. I was going to go Dolphins 38, Chargers 24. I think we're better. I just think we're the better I hope team. So. I hope we so. are. Can I predict it? What would a score Gami be? I'm going to throw Zach a bone here. A Gami. 39. 39 to 29. 29? Yeah. Let me, let me I don't know if that would be a Gami. Find a score got me for you. Yeah, uh, the, the Herbert Tua thing, kind of like Richardson versus Pratt. It's just gonna be a really cool yeah, in, a like, way. in a way. It's, it should be a really cool scene. Like it's gonna be a great uniform matchup. Just like two like quarterbacks have been going at it. Like just a cool scene. All right, thirty nine. You might want to. I'm not going on Twitter that game. That's well. It, it's gonna be nice to not be behind. Let me get the chart. Let me see this. Yeah, you don't. I gotta predict that. the score. Got yeah. Uh. No, but I, I look. I, I think we have the advantage, um, especially when it, in, in the trenches. That's the key. They can't stop the run. We've been pretty good against the run against running backs. I mean, last week was McCaffrey. What are you gonna do? Uh, and he didn't even like he killed us in the passing game anyway. Like that's my biggest worry is Austin Eckler in the passing game is gonna kill us. Um, but I think we would generate pressure. I think on those when you got to get in a third down situations, those third and longs. I think Bradley Chubb, Phillips, Melvin Ingram, revenge game. Going to um, wreak havoc. I agree. I agree so. with you. Their O line has been awful, and a big reason why is they lost their O line coach, who's our now OC Frank Smith. Frank Smith. Yeah. All right. So that was the last. Dolphins. What's the score, Gummy? Let's pick it. Oh, let's go. Um, there's not a lot of thirty nines. Or do you have to do thirty nine? Thirty nine to twenty. Five or twenty-six, it looks like. All right, Whichever one that is. Book it. That's happening. Alternate score prediction. Thirty-nine twenty-six. Take it. Dolphins. All right, so that was our last dolphin segment of twenty twenty-two. Now it's time for our last segment of twenty twenty-two. Won't back down. I mean, look, how many episodes I don't know how many episodes we've done, but this is forty-two or forty-three. This is, this is a year and a half of won't back down. We're still going strong. We're still as much as sometimes we struggle to get in here to actually sit down <laughs> and record. Forty two. It's 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 been a ride. It has been a heck of a ride, and so many great memories shared in this one little space. We've had some great guests on. Uh, of course, friend of the show, Harrison Tenzer, uh, loves coming on the show. Recurring and, of course, guest. we've had recurring guests, Harrison Tenzer. And, of course, we've had some, you know, uh, some substitute hosts. Um, oh, yeah. So some, some, Brandon, some Stewart, Brandon Stewart, Galpern, Galpern Edelman, Kush. I mean, these guys, yeah. you know, when you, whenever you can't be here, I mean, these guys are available at the drop of a hat. So you can. Yeah. Exactly. And look, I'm sure we'll be, just, we'll be hearing more of them next semester. Definitely. Because the spring semester when there's not ball going on, it becomes very hard to <laughs> yeah. find the energy to come in here. But man, it's, it's always a blast some... just chopping it up with you guys. We always say this, but these are conversations we'd be having normally. Like, 
if we go for lunch after this, we'd be having the same exact conversation about the Dolphins game, trying to predict the score exactly. that it would be. I mean, yeah, it, it, the conversation we have in here in the podcast is probably the same we'd have if the, the, if the mics weren't on. Just so. longer. Just longer. Yeah. A little less. This actually forces us to have the whole conversation. It gives us an outlet to talk about what we all love, sports, specifically yeah. Gator sports. Yeah, football. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are football junkies. We love this sport, and we're watching a different football Football. Only for another minute, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the preview pass is going to run out. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, yeah. Really yeah one <laughs> minute less left until... Seconds. Hopefully nothing crazy happens. We're going to miss it. Yeah. So yeah. 107 minutes in, and we've got one goal scored. Oh, well. At least we got to see it. At least we got to see it. The beautiful game. The beautiful game. Um, And fuck it. I mean, what do you got for your uh, World Cup predictions? World Cup yeah. predictions. What do we think? Who's going to win it all? I don't care. Morocco. Morocco. No, um, I'm picking. Them. I'm gonna pick. I'm picking the team that I. The only team I bet on. It's Argentina because um, the cross. Uh, Fox Sports released like a, a, a comparison comparing every NFL team to every team in the World Cup, and the Dolphins were compared to Lionel Messi in Argentina. Messi, meanwhile, will be in Miami very soon at Inter Miami. So go Argentina. I'm a Messi guy. Um, yeah, favorite moments. What, what, what were we gonna say? Favorite moments of the show. Is that what you um, I don't, I don't, I don't it's hard to like think about like we're just sitting here talking about sports. Um, yeah, we've had some fun moments, had some good times. The episode that me and Lehman went off for like thirty minutes just talking about the Auburn coaching search and Big Will got all pissed off because he, he. Oh, <laughs> I was just completely just not listening. Yeah, that, yeah, that, 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 that was funny. <laughs> we talked Auburn. We got a little Nebraska. It was great. We talked Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. By the way, we never ended, ended up talking about them. Yeah, Brent Key. Look, and it's not a secret. I, I'm Batesy loves them. I am. I adore college football. It is probably my second favorite thing on earth. But number one by far is the NFL. I'm an NFL guy. Heads, heads, and heads and heels and toes and and everything. Just else. so we're clear, this is good. If the Dolphins are in the playoffs, this is a Dolphins podcast. Yeah, it, it, we're going to come in here. We're gonna talk yeah, it's got to be. Um, I I would hope that I get to go whatever wherever that game is. First game over there's in could be in. It's in Miami. I'm going to go. Could be in like Cincinnati. That could happen. I, 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 I couldn't do that. That'd be, that would be awful. What are the odds we make lose. the Super Bowl? Um, it, uh, if we win the division, they're way higher. Yeah, I, don't way think, higher. I don't think it will happen. But I'm if, doing we the, a, if we win the division, you got to think we're 12 and 5. We probably have the, the two seed, maybe even the one seed. Would you watch, in, would you guys be in Gainesville to watch it? If Super Bowl? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if we're in it, I'll be there. I've thought about it. <sighs> probably. Yeah. Because I would maybe go home to watch with my dad and my grandpa, right. but... I feel like it'd be more fun to be here. My mm-hmm. dad, um, since the day I went to my first Dolphins game, Dolphins-Jaguars 2006 preseason, we won 17-16 off a two-point conversion, or 18-17 off a two-point conversion in the preseason. Um, since that day, my dad said, if we ever make the Super Bowl, we will go. Wow. I, I don't game. think we'll make it this year. I no. think 2024 is the year. Oh. 2023 season, 2024 calendar year, Yeah, we will be in the Next season. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I can see it. I mean, there's... A few more holes, secondary, you know, and I think they'll be attacked this offseason. I think we're going to be aggressive this offseason. We should. This is this is. We already have been aggressive, but when we don't win it all this year, you got. I mean, you see the holes and say. Well, I think they're going to do a few moves. They're going to get rid of Howard. They're going not this, not necessarily this offseason. They'll get rid of Byron. They'll get rid of Ogba. They'll get rid of Gesicki. They'll get. Yeah, Florida Gators. Yeah, that's what I would do. Is I would be aggressive. In the secondary at this point, because yeah. yeah, you may be getting rid of both your starting corner max. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, Cater Co, who's your number one corner right now, he's playing better than X. Well, mm-hmm. X has been pretty good the last few weeks. All right, this has been a heck of a show. Let's get some lunch. Yeah.
as much. Yeah. I, I've been shitting my pants over here. Poor Lehman. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. And Warrior. to all those Trooper. who celebrate, happy Hanukkah. Thank you for listening to the Won't Back Down podcast with Will Levinson, Sam Patosa, and Jake Lehman, a part of the Pigskin Podcast Network. <laughs>